0: Hey there, what's up, people? This is Thomas Dietert. Just wondering, how are those New Year's resolutions coming along on day four of 2023? Have you already wavered a bit? Mm, Maybe. How can you make them stick? That's what today's topic is all about. Hey, I'm a certified high-performance coach. I help people get from where they are to where they want to be by helping them improve their daily habits in a holistic manner so that they are achieving more and more without sacrificing the things that are important to them, including relationships and health, of course. I'm also a profound impact coach. Uh, It's a very powerful method of helping people break through their blocks that are holding them back. I'm the founder of Vivas Coaching. I'm also the co-host of Find Your Inner Badass. It's a podcast with Tom and Bridget. And I'm also a practicing dentist, but I'd like to make very clear that all this stuff that I do has nothing to do with being a dentist. Moving on, New Year's resolutions and not keeping them are almost a cliche. Literally, they're almost a cliche. Four to six weeks, I noticed that back in the days when I still do in the gym, right after New Year's for four to six weeks, there was like so many people. And then, you know, middle of February, levels were way back to normal. Uh, diets that people will switch on to after two weeks or less, they're off of them. But why, why don't these new habits stick? Why is it so hard? Well, old programming, the programming that we grew up with, especially between the ages of 0 and 12, it really does not want to let go. It really doesn't. It generally takes... 21 days or some studies say 60 days or more to actually form a new habit that becomes automatic and sticks. Comfort zones are driven by our brain's autopilot system. That's how you can drive to work and not remember how you got there, but brains love patterns and they love them because they reduce the resources for their processing power needed to do given tasks. Like if you think back to when you first learned to drive, you were like holding on to that wheel, And checking all your mirrors and your blind spots and like consciously deciding every action whereas today you're just like you can drive probably halfway across the country and and forget half the stuff you saw even being miserable is a comfort zone that can be hard to break because it's on autopilot you're so used to it so how can you actually make those new year's resolutions stick well Let's start with why on earth did you choose it in the first place? Was this resolution a desire that came, you know, from inside you or from inside here? Was it something you really wanted? Or was it something that you got pressured into by a family member or a spouse or a co-worker? Or you're just seeing, well, everybody else is doing it, so maybe I should too. Those New Year's resolutions won't stick, whereas the ones that you know you really want, you have a chance of making those stick. And um, you have to truly want to change, and I mean, change is going to happen to you no matter what. It's either going to happen to you or through you. You know, for example, you know, the pandemic happened to us. We didn't really have any control over that. But on the other hand, if you chose to find a new job, you have you're in a much better position to manage change that you want to create for yourself. Don't get me wrong; both ways of, of change are, are very hard, but You know, choosing change is something that, you know, is much easier to manage. Simon Sinek says to start with why. I agree. Put pen to paper or break out your journal or your, if you're a typer like me, break out a a clean Word document and seriously consider and write out exactly what it is you want to change why do you want to make the change and what is that change going to look like you have to get very clear about what this change will look like why you sh- why should you make this change what are the benefits and also what are the things that might get in your way of making that change along those same lines what changes do you actually have to make to keep this new year's resolution is there something you need to learn are there uh, steps between where you are and where you want to be that you have to take to be able to achieve this new year's resolution who can you enlist for support who can you ask for help and uh you know you might be you now if you're in a, depending on what your circumstances are you might be able to delegate things like maybe it's time you stop shoveling the driveway or mowing the lawn and getting your oldest child to do it for example so you have that half hour or 45 minutes to do your workout or to work on your book or whatever this new year's resolution happened to be i highly highly recommend a coach or an accountability partner to help you with holding on to your new year's resolutions it's really really important once you've identified this resolution that you or i guess i should point at you really want you have to create an action plan break break out the steps you got to go through and create a plan okay I got to do A, then B, and then C, and then D. And then you got to look at, okay, the bandwidth. You need bandwidth to do this New Year's resolution. You might have to give something up. You might have to sacrifice something to make room for this newer, higher purpose activity. And sacrifice you can think of as giving up something of a lower purpose or lower nature to make room for something of a higher purpose or higher nature in your life. Um one thing that's uh, most people can usually find time to chisel out of is how much time they spend on the television, looking at their phones, or you know spending time on social media, except when you're watching my live casts, of course. That's, that goes without saying. but um, next part of helping that New year's resolution stick is you have to achieve those action steps and keep track of them. and you keep track of those in a daily planner or a journal or, or however you want to uh, keep track. There's also good apps for uh, making changes in your life um, that uh, you can check out in the app store, of course. But you have to follow through with your plan. You have to achieve those steps that you line out. Some people prefer making a battle board and like laying out the whole thing. And, you know, that's a great way to do it. I just don't have the wall space because I have the studio and I have photos for my photography and stuff. So wall space upstairs is at a premium. But, you know, however you decide to track it, once you achieve a step, you know, give yourself a pat on, or I guess, pat on the back and say, hey, you know, I did it. I did the first step. Now, how am I going to crush step two? It's important to celebrate those steps. If you don't, you'll lose sight of what you're doing, why you're doing it. And it just, be you know, you lose fun. And, you know, you can even outline in your action plan, how are you going to reward yourself for having a whole week of, say, clean eating? You know, it might be a reward of, okay, I'm going to get a new outfit or I'm going to go get a new watch or whatever whatever it happens to be. Um, also to help with New Year's resolution sticking is when you're going through your action plan, adjust the steps as you need to. You might have one that was really... Ended up being bigger than you thought. Break that down into mini steps. Whatever it takes. Jim Quick, uh, a, a brain coach, says everything is S3. Small, simple steps. And it's um, it's the truth. You, you have to keep breaking things down until they're digestible for you. And you can take action on them. So honestly... If you're not celebrating your achievements, you're, you're really reducing your chances of making this New Year's resolution stick. I mentioned journaling earlier in the broadcast, and I, I got to tell you, journaling, two things have really changed my life in, in the past couple of years. One is journaling, and the other is meditation, but I'll, I'll talk about meditation in another uh, live cast, but journaling, keeping track of what's going on, and reflecting your thoughts. Uh, my co-host co for my podcast, Bridget, she says when she has stuff in her head and she writes it out, it just goes from her brain out onto the paper. And if it's something that she was worried about, you know, the worry has been transferred to the paper. It's very powerful. But reflecting on your progress, reflecting on how you feel about your progress, like there could be a day where, you know what? You screwed up. you You failed to take action. And let's just, you know, say it's the diet and you at a restaurant had this horrible, sinful dessert. You know what, when you go to your journal and you admit that to yourself and go, okay, uh, I, I'm, uh, I screwed up and you know what, I am not letting this happen again and tomorrow I am doing double the cardio to burn off those calories, just as, as, as a random example. It's really, really important to build self-credibility. If, once you start following through on these things that you create in your life, like New Year's resolutions, for example, or a new new goal or a dream you want to achieve, if you just think about it and take no action, there's no credibility. You, you lose belief in yourself and you start to wonder, why should I bother to change? It's just a bad downward spiral that um, you can do without. But that leads me to a question for you. I'm sure you know people in your life who are uh, not not as successful as you are in life, and you know people who are like way more successful than you are in life. and you know you know for a fact, maybe you went to school with them, you know for a fact that you're smarter, you know for a fact that you have more talents than what they're they're succeeding at, yet they're crushing it, and you're still you know here' here somewhere. The difference is they put in the work and they also worked with people that helped them get ahead. Coaches, the power of coaching. Man, I tell you, coaching, again, you have to experience it to understand how it can change your life. And yes, it is an investment, but when's the last time you put yourself first in your life and made an investment in your future? The people that are less talented than you, but but crushing it, are the ones that made the investments in their future by working with people that can help them be more accountable, help them become more productive, help them become clear about what they want to achieve. That's what I do as a high-performance coach. If you want to learn more about the type of coaching that I do, go to my website, vivuscoaching.com, V-I-V-U-S coaching.com, and apply for a free call you'll experience the power of coaching firsthand. You'll find out if what I do is for you and we'll find out if we can work together. And if so, we'll figure something out. Anyways, that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep crushing it. 2023 can be your year. It's only four days old.